What's up, everybody? I feel like I should have an axe in my hand when that thing comes to an end and should just like, I don't know, smash the camera with it as soon as it gets going. But welcome, everybody, to Tournament Fishing Basics, where we get to have fun and learn how to kayak fish together on the tournament trail. So people are already signing in, people are already logging, and we are going to do just kind of, a, you know, so many people are... Uh, Oh, they're out in the tournament trails right now. There's so much going on. Susky's getting going up on uh, on Hobie. Like, uh, I mean, man, people are fishing all over, and I really wish that I was out there with them. Like, the Susquehanna looks incredible right now. Like, the water's kind of they're. I think they're like letting a, water, a lot of water out of it. So, I just got done watching a a video. It was uh, Christine Fisher like busting down these you know rapids in a in a PA fourteen, like <laughs> grinding it out. The uh, um. Uh, Kate Fields, who was on with us a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, uh, she's up there just just crushing smallmouth already. So it looks like a great time. Uh, Jeremy's up there. What's up, guys? Uh, Jeremy's like that background looks familiar. That's right. It's Caddo. Uh, something we'll talk about, you know, coming up soon. The uh, national championships coming up soon. Uh, Challenge Series Championship, Trail Series Championship, uh, KBF. A lot of guys have been working hard all year long. Um, and this one is coming to our neck of the woods this year. So, uh, Caddo, um, you know, a couple of us went out there this last weekend and, uh, cruised around and man, we got a lot of good, good practicing in. I'm sure some of you guys saw the video on, on KBN where, uh, I don't know, Jeremy and I had like a, uh, I don't know what that was. It was like, it was kind of like a, a, a kayak pull, uh, where <laughs> just grabbed the back of his boat and hit the gas and we were dragging each other around the lake. It was pretty funny. But uh, if you haven't seen that on KBN, go check that out. Speaking of KBN, I haven't cracked my beer yet. So uh, those of you guys who don't know the rules, if you have a company and you have koozies, send me a koozie and 20 bucks and I'll drink beer out of your koozie. Lone Star, send me free beer. So cheers. Yeah, Jeremy Baker, he says, did some drifting. Uh, DK is his new name, uh, Drift King. <laughs> the... Uh, but yeah, um, big trails coming up, man. So we're getting ready. This is kind of the lull uh, for you guys that are uh, just getting into the tournament stuff. You know, um, this is kind of the lull. We have the big spring events. We've got that first six months of the year where you're just, I mean, this was our, this was my first year of really digging in and going hard in the paint, you know, and just cruising around the country and doing a bunch of, doing a bunch of tournaments. I think I've already done, I don't know, like, like 20, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been a crazy year so far, but um in this lull right now, this is why I wanted to talk about rigging. Um, every year, new stuff comes out. ICAST just hit. You know, good day, Steve. Yeah, the uh, you know, there's a, he's probably up there in Susky right now, living it up. But uh, um, you know, th at this part in the season, you know, I I always tell people there's two chances that you get to build your boat. You know, um, winter time, of course, when it's cold. Um, and me, you know, uh, just getting back into building boats. I was busy building everyone else's boat. Uh, so I'm kind of trying to get mine put together right now. So summertime, this little lull, we've all got chances to work on our boats. We've all got chances to really dig in and kind of identify issues or, uh, you know, or, or straight up wins that we had in, in putting our boat together. So like right now, while we have this little lull, while we're waiting for the fall series, while we're waiting for the 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 tournament of champions, while we're waiting for the uh, the national championship or the challenge series championship, there are hundreds of people that are getting ready to descend on Caddo Lake behind me and get ready. So, what do we need to do to get our boats ready? What have we learned about our boats for the last seven and a half months? Almost eight months. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be October in a couple of days, or October. <laughs> it's going to be August in a couple of days. Uh, but October will be here before you know it too. And then that's, you know, the NC. So uh, how's your boat working for you? You know, uh, Steve's working. I've been watching Steve work on his man. Uh, you know, uh, get in there, get some parts, learn if they're going to work, run them through the paces. You know, uh, people are uh, um, learning what equipment works, what equipment doesn't, you know, maybe they had a bad run. Maybe there was something that needs to be replaced. This is where we need to identify that time. So this is kind of where I wanted to have people on. Um, if any of you guys want to jump on, uh, if you've got some stories to tell, whatever, let me know, I'll shoot you a message with the link. Uh, so this is going to be kind of more of an informal, I want to talk with you guys. Cause I get a lot of questions from people all the time about 
what do I need to do with this boat? Or a lot of people are, are coming up with ideas of, uh, well, what, what anchor do I need or what lights or what flags or what's required? How do you know? So I kind of really wanted to have that talk with people. So first off the things that are required by the trails, you know, um, flags, lights, you know, like, uh, go, how's your light working? Is, is it lasting you or how often are you having to change the batteries? Is it starting to get dim? Uh, those little led things, you know, uh, that, that screw on the back and you, the, uh, we had a word for them in the military, but I won't use it here. It's, it, it's donkey appendage, but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, what did he say? Can't, oh, Jeremy can't come on. He's in the hotel room in his underwear. Yeah, that's TMI. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, I mean, what's working, what's not. So, um, recent additions that I've been making to mine is I've got, um, I started switching around batteries, you know, it's like I, I use Dakota lithium batteries. So it's, I start looking at, uh, my trolling motor, you know, it's like, I know that I'm going to be doing the NC. So I need to get out and I need to start running this trolling motor through the paces. How long can I go? Uh, do I need to upgrade a battery? Do I need to go to a different route of, of a motor altogether? You know, um, I've been running a 54 amp, um, and I'm getting, you know, 13 hour days out of those things if I'm just cruising around. So when was the last time that you went out and really just ran your rig to the ground, you know, cause I've spent the last, um, probably, probably last couple of weekends, you know, just doing back to back like 13, 14 hour days, just, and it's hot. So it's, it's, it's super difficult to do, but now's the time that we have to do it. So I would almost kind of rather go out and do that when it's hot than when it's, you know, 27 degrees outside in the winter time. So I'm gonna go ahead and iron those kinks out right now. So I'm actually going up a battery because I mean, why, you know, um, you can sit there and you can go. That's yeah. See, Jeremy just said, how long does it take to, to fully charge those 54s? You know, um, we were out fishing, uh, we went on pines one day and, uh, we're out running around and I'd done, I mean, I did probably 13 hours that day too. You know, uh, the day before I had done that, I got home, got, got everything going, got the batteries on the charger and I was back up again at, you know, three o'clock in the morning. So are we, are, it's not really how long our batteries last, you know, cause I mean, the Dakotas are by, I mean, they're incredible batteries. The technology that they're putting in those things is insane. The, the, the circuitry management systems are insane. The charging mechanisms are insane, but so are our schedules. So are, are, uh, the duty cycles that we put these things through. So that being said, if I go on the water for 13 hours, um, and I'm practicing, you know, three, four days in a row, then I've got a back to back, you know, NC that's three days. Um, do I have that time to give it that rest and that duty cycle to let that battery stop, let it not work, let it go through the full charging cycle. You know, however that circuitry in there works, it does its magic, but it needs some time as we go through, you know, that, you know, we got, to, we got it plugged in at nine o'clock at night. We're up at three. Um, is that giving it enough time in a repeated amount of days after your battery has some, some, some time on it, you know, so all things, all things degrade and, and batteries usually are, are like, uh, you know, charge and deplete cycles, you know, like it's a, uh, so you got to kind of think that, you know, while these things last forever. And I mean, Dakota's got like an 11 year warning on theirs, which is amazing, you know? Um, but am I giving those batteries the rest that they need to? So, and this is going to be another topic because I said the rest they need to, because we're going to get into some fitness and some topics. Uh, he doesn't know it yet, but uh, uh, Luke Prentice is coming on here in a little while. And he's one that's kind of been helping a lot of us fat bodies, like deal with our weight and deal with fitness and trying. So fitness is going to be another part that we're going to cover, but okay, go out and test it now. That's kind of my big thing is I want you to go out there and I want you to see what your rig can do. So how many days, because I noticed that as my days went back to back to back, the, the performance of those batteries or not the batteries, but the performance of me not allowing it a full charging cycle would affect my time by a little bit. You know, I'd lose a half hour or maybe I was running a little faster that day. I don't know. Maybe we were going a little bit longer, you know, maybe we had some full power runs, all these things matter. So you need to know your boat inside and out. So, um, trying to think of, uh, some other questions that I've had recently. Oh, uh, just where you're putting stuff, man. You know, like, uh, 
weight? What do you got in your boat? What are you using? Where are you going? You know, it's like, I found that I am going places and, you know, you have everything. Is it Caleb? Hard to listen to fitness pet top as I'm eating some Popeyes. Yeah, same bro. I'm drinking beer, eating fried chicken. That's uh, but, but I mean, Luke's the beast at it. So that's actually what his thing is called is the kayak beast. Um, but, uh, you know, so step one, what do we need when we go out? Where, what fish are we at? Where are we going? You know, and you guys chime in. If you've got any questions or you got, uh, let's see, Jeremy, we recommend taking a power inverter in your vehicle. Totally, dude. You can charge them while you're driving. Um, I'm not sure if that, and I'd have to look into this and I could, I could probably ask, uh, uh, Craig from Dakota, um, what kind of performance an inverter would give. I would think it would be all right. If nothing else, it couldn't hurt. Um, but yeah, that's bookmark. We'll, we'll, we'll find that info out and post it up on the page. Um, so what affects your power? Water conditions, obviously waves, wind, um, your weight, the weight of all the crap you're putting in the boat. Okay. I put too much stuff in my boat. I do it all the time. I had a box. I was going to Caddo. I had a box of, of, you know, round build crankbaits in there. Like the whole lake is like six feet deep, you know, at the deepest, you know? So it's like, why do, why do I have, you know, six XDs in there? You know, like why, you know, <laughs> why, why do I have, you know, uh, I, I know I'm probably not going to throw, uh, you know, whatever, but you always have it in there. We get used to doing that. We get used to traveling around. We get used to having all this equipment on our boat. We get used to being self-sufficient and, and just having an entire, uh, Dan, I just took 60 pounds of, yeah, there you go. 60 pounds of gear. So 60 pounds of gear. That is half the weight of a PA 14. That's half the weight of my Jackson big rig, you know, that's a lot of weight. So I think that this is the time when you need to go in there. You need to deep dive in your boat and go, how many times have I used this piece of gear today? What's the little lady? Does this bring you joy? Does this bring you joy? Have you tied this on once this year? No? Leave it in the garage. Or if nothing else, just put it in the big Rubbermaid tote that we all carry around in our vehicle when we're on the tournament trail. You know, um, It's okay to have that gear sitting around. It's okay to have it on hand, but you don't necessarily need it on the boat. Is it really going to make it or break it if I don't have that, you know, that, 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 that 20, 22 foot deep diving, uh, you know, a uh, spro round bell crankbait on there. Like it's heavy, you know, it's like, I don't need that. Like I wasn't planning on throwing any like big swim baits or big glide baits, you know, why did I have those on there? You know? Um, so think about that when you're loading your boat, cause all that's going to affect maneuverability. These guys are guys and gals are up on the Susky right now. They're in, they're in waves, you know, it's, uh, so I think it's kind of like getting out of the pattern to where you become a little bit lazy and like going, oh, I don't want to dig through all my gear. I don't do that. All right. So now we're into tackle management. So I just started working on some ideas with uh, Amped Marine that we posted up last week. Um, tackle storage systems. If you're not following this, AMPD Marine, I believe. But uh, you can follow them kind of this little kayak project that we've been doing. Jeremy's been working with one with them. Um, I just worked on one for the big rig. Uh, we're kind of ironing it out and we're getting these different tackle management systems. So a little bit lighter weight, a little bit, lot more room. This? I like to bring 10 rods and only touch two all day. Now, see, I'm usually pretty good about at least, at, at least touching the rods, like at least once, you know, it's a, uh, um, and maybe, maybe that's reevaluate the rods you're bringing. You know, it's like a lot of times I'm sitting there going, do I really need my little finesse, uh, um, you know, bait caster and my spinning, spinning reel and this and that. And I find I start leaving things at home. You know, it's like, uh, I go, am I going to be throwing, uh, you know, at, like I said before, a heavy crankbait? Am I going to be throwing, um, is there, is there a lot of grass there? You know, am I going to be throwing lightweight crankbaits? Do I need the 705, the, you know, the Dobbin 705 crankbait rod? Do I need it on this trip? Um, so kind of start thinking about, you know, cause just because we have 14 rods, don't mean we need to have them on the boat, you know? So, uh, I think it all needs to be part of that study and that's, and it's just gonna, it's going to take a load off of us. It's going to take a load off the boat. It's going to take a load off the motor. It's going to take a load or, you know, load off the batteries, or it's going to take a load off of our legs. If we're paddling, 
grass is up right now. Um, I mean, if, if you guys are in a, um, any sort of prop drive kayak right now, I mean, we're digging in the grass. That's like, there's, there's no way around it. It's just that time of year. You're just chewing grass all day long. So you got to prepare for that. If you're lighter, you're not going to sit down as far. You're not going to wear yourself out. You're going to be digging grass out, you know, eight times a day instead of 12. So that all adds up when it's a hundred degrees outside. So, or when it's, you know, as it starts trickling down into September, when we're practicing really for the, for the championships and the, you know, the TOC and all that. Um, so little ways that we can make our boats lighter. Um, what else, what else? Um, you guys, uh, I think, oh, uh, boards. Like, I, I, I see a lot of people carrying spare boards and stuff like that. Do we need spare boards or do we need a good leash? Do we need a good way to secure our stuff? You know, do we need, uh, I, I mean, knock on wood, you know, like, um, I haven't, I haven't thrown a catch board over the side yet. You know, um, I, I think I came close once, but, <laughs> But uh, yeah, safe. Jeremy's got safety equipment. I mean, um, what do you got? Whistles, lights. Um, make sure make, it's, it is a good time to go through and at least make sure everything's working. I know a lot of times um, I, when, I, when I'm building boats, I usually put uh, Yak Power lights in there. And uh, they're really good, really solid, good connections on them. They got like these brass connectors that screw in and it's like a stereo headphone jack that plugs in with your lights. Um, so any of those connections that you have in there. And this is like, I've done electrical work pretty much my whole life in vehicles. So, you know, 12 volt DC electrical systems. Um, so this is the time of year. I don't know if you guys have ever been on the electrical aisle at, uh, um, you know, Home Depot, Lowe's, anything like that, but they had these little red jars of this stuff called dielectric grease. So go get you a thing of dielectric grease, take it down, um, all your electrical connectors that you can get to. If, if it's, you know, little, the little plugs, the little, uh, plugs on your lights, the, uh, the connectors on your, your led lights and your flags, you know, um, everything, you know, battery terminal connections, because those things you think about it when it's hot and you open up that boat and it's just like muggy, you just get hit with that humid, funky, just stinky inside of a kayak. Like that's got like Caddo Lake water in it, you know? You got to take care of that stuff. It's going to rust. Those things, it's metal, you know, um, your trailer connectors, trailer lights, trailer wiring. Oh, man. I, oh, I should have, uh, I should have uploaded a picture. Um, we were getting ready to leave this Saturday. When was the last time you guys went and checked your trailers? When was the last time you went through, you went through your lights? When was the last thing you went through your couplers, your spare tires? Um, I walked out Saturday. We were getting ready to, to, uh, to leave to go up to Jefferson. And then we we're going to go to Caddo. We walk out the wife and I, and there is, you know, the, the trailer, the bearing buddy was off the trailer. There's grease spattered all over the rim. It's one of those things you get in, it's late. You just back the trailer up, you leave it, you push the boat inside, you know, roll it back out and, and hooked it up the night before, but we were getting ready to leave. And, and we were like, Oh dude, man, it looks like, uh, like, uh, like, Mel Gibson in South Park when he sharded all over Cartman, you know, it was like all grease all over the wheel, you know? And, uh, so guess what I did before we left? I redid all my bearings. So, um, check that now, you know, like, and I don't mean like just go out and like kick your tire, like lift it up, take the tires off, go through, check the bearings, you know, see how they're seating in there, pack some new grease in there, check your bearing buddies or your caps check your lugs, check your lug nuts, check your tires, check your wheels, chains, you know, like literally just start front to back and just go over everything on that trailer. Check all your lights, check your, you know, get that dielectric grease, put it on all your trailer pins, put it on, you know, um, they make a spray that you can spray in there that cleans it out too. It's like an electrical cleaner and lube. Um, spray that in there, let it dry off, then dielectric grease, get it on there. Really check your gear now, you know, because that's going to be one of those things when, I mean, I think my next big tournament is Kentucky Lake, you know, so I'm going up to Tennessee in uh, um, September. So is this something you want happening to you at, you know, nine o'clock at night while you're flying up the freeway, halfway in between here and there in the middle of nowhere, you know? 
So it's like literally just shit, just, 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 you know, just check all of your stuff, you know, um, let me go up through here. All right. I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to put the, uh, the ojos on. We're going to look and see what we got. Other, other Jeremy, we got the other Jeremy Baker. All right. Start over. I was late. No, you can go back and watch it. It's going to be on YouTube. Um, it will be on the Billy Bones Facebook page, of course. So you guys make sure you follow, follow, follow on all that. Uh, Jeremy, in case I catch a treble to the neck, he did super lucky the other day. Like he, he ripped one pop back, slapped him right in the neck and just bare, it was barely deep enough. I caught a frog in the arm the other day. Really, really hard. So yeah, first aid kit, absolutely have it in your boat, go through it, make sure water hasn't gotten into it. I mean, 10 year old band-aids, probably not what you really need when you're, you're having a medical and emergency, you know? Um, I keep a, a GMRS radio in my boat with spare batteries, you know? So when was the last time those batteries were swapped out? If it's been, if you if the answer is less than six months, throw them away, put some new double A's in there, you know, um, check those bandages, check expirations dates, check seals, check, you know, all the things you haven't done, you know, go through those tools that you've used, you know, when your drive messed up, you had to break out that Allen key. And then you worked it on the back of your truck and you left the Allen key in your truck, you know, like it's not in the box anymore. And you're going to figure that out when, uh, when you need it next. So yeah, first aid quit kit, safety equipment, extra lights, headlamps, change the batteries, dielectric grease, um, make sure everything's clean, work in order. Not, not all funky, you know, um, do, 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 where are we at? Let's see. Levis looking for, oh, that's Dan. Where'd you go, Levis? Years and years of boat ownership made me keep fully, too fully, but yeah, for reals. And I should do that. That's because uh, this is the second time that uh, I've had to uh, fix bearings last minute. The first time I was out on the road at some B&B in South Carolina, a little cabin in the driveway was literally like this steep. Now, it was rough trying to to get that busted wheel up there and try and get it fixed. But you know, you do it um, for the build in mind. Same yak power up super stoked to get it done. Waterproof and Levis proof. That's the biggest challenge is sometimes is making these things uh, impossible for us to break. Uh, but Levis, yeah, looking forward. We're building his uh, it's a Titan, I believe, right? Uh, it's going to be, it'll be cool. I haven't built a Titan. So that'll be, that'll be a blast. Extra roll of electrical tape wise comes in handy. Little wrench, extra mass. Absolutely. Uh, for you Hobie guys, dude, um, I kept a, uh, and I know this because when I had one, I took it apart in my, in my, in my shop and I had this extra little bend of screws and I was like, man, and, 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 uh, Jeff Isham just brought this up in the Hobie, the PA owners page the other day where he was talking about, man, I sheared off a, you know, a stem in there. I don't know how to get this out. And, uh, like those little pins that are behind the, uh, the little Kevlar ropes, like you got to kind of half jerk the thing, lift the pins up and then drive these things out. I found a, a doorknob screw. It's like a screw about that long and it has a little kind of nipple on the end of it. And, uh, that little nipple fits perfectly right in the end of that roll pin and taps those things out. So I kept that in my boat. I kept uh, a, a little small um, crescent wrench. So you can take that little bolt. You can take that little crescent wrench, tap, tap, tap. That gets the little screw out. Crescent wrench will spin the, the mast out if it's still in there or tighten the new one in. Um, keep a couple of links of uh, a 516th uh, thread rod cut to 11 inches. You know, yay long. Have two of them in your boat all the time. If you have a Mirage Drive boat or a Mirage Drive type boat that works off those, I know there's some some knockoffs now. Um, but five five thread rod, eleven inches long, keep it in your boat. It will save you. Like I don't know if you guys have ever tried to paddle a Hobie across, you know, Houston County Lake in twenty mile an hour winds, but it sucks, you know. So, uh, what condition are those thread rods in your boat? You know, how, how long have they been sitting down there just? rocking around on the bottom of that front Hobie hatch where it comes to a point and everything's piled up in there with the water and they've been sitting in there rolling. And so they're covered with rust. And so, you know, um, even if they're zinc plated, they're still going to get a little bit of that weirdo corrosion on there that could inhibit you being able to thread them on. So little preventive maintenance goes a long way. Jeremy got to rewire my tra trailer, repack bearings. Absolutely do it. 
Mr. Lacoste, good to see you, buddy. Keep spare fuses, blow one on a power pole. You can be in trouble. Absolutely true. Um, make sure you know where your fuses are. When, uh, whenever I uh, uh, wire stuff up for people, um, that's the first thing that I always do is I show them where those fuses go. What types of fuses do they need to have? Uh, where are they located? Looking at uh, like things like, like, uh, like power poles. You, know, you, 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 you blast one and you're stuck down. I mean, yeah, they, you can climb back there and you can flip that little tab and you can pull it all day long, but it's still pretty tough, you know? Um, or if you needed to drop it down to get on the other side of the bridge, you're going to be back there standing on the back of your kayak trying to take things apart. So having access to that equipment is super, super easy. Uh, yes, but that's, that's definitely a good point. Um, you're going to have fuses on your lights. Lots of times you're going to have circuit breakers on your motors. You're going to have a lot of things that you really need to be able um, even when you do like, I know, Oh, Hey, I've got spare fuses for everything that I have back there. When was the last time I actually put my hands on them? When was the last time I actually went through the box and made sure that they were nice and clean and not corroded and dry a little bit of dielectric grease on them. That dielectric grease keeps coming back up. We got electricity. We got boats, right? It works. You can use this stuff on your fish finder connectors, your graph connectors, transducer connectors, all your power connectors. Uh, all your, all your fuse holders, you know, like there's nothing worse than, you know, I, I get boats pretty often. Uh, yeah. Looking at you, Jeremy Baker with the Y, um, <laughs> you know, I get boats to walk, work on all the time and you open them, you look at them and you see like these just funky terminals, you know, like, it's just like these terminals look like they're on like your grandpa's old tractor and they're like rusty and they've got, you know, two yellow connectors that, you know, they needed to be red connectors and they, but they're just the wrong size and they're what somebody had laying around. So they're just crimped down with a hammer and then like four wires piled up on top of each other like this and stuffed in there and cranked down. And the battery's just been living in the, in the poor uh, underbelly of some dudes, you know, kayak for the last five years. And, and the dude like hooks it up to charge it and that's about it. Or even worse, he's got a port that he just plugs in and charges and never even looks at it, you know, um, so those things you need to put hands on, go check them out. Dielectric grease keeps coming up. Do that. Put it on your fuses, put all that. Miss Patrick, what's up? Good to see you, man. Um, uh, Dan Wynn, quick tip for spare parts like that. Vacuum seal them and never worry about rust. Same applies to pack bearings, helps the grease pack. Absolutely. Um, I'm a chef. I own a restaurant. I have a vacuum sealer. I have vacuum bags. Um, why have I not been doing that? That's a brilliant idea. You know why that thing in my video that says we can all learn together, we can all learn together. So there's, you know, Hey, go find your chef, buddy, go find your restaurant, buddy, go find your guy that, uh, um, that butchers his own deer, you know, and has one of those vac sealers at the house or go pick one up. I mean, we were just at Bass Pro the other day in Dallas. Um, there is racks and racks and racks of those food saver flavor savers vacuum your stuff in it. That's a brilliant idea. You could probably put in, uh, you, you really want to go the extra mile. You, uh, you could probably, uh, pick up some of those little, uh, silica packets, throw it in there just in case, you know, just in case there was a little moisture in the bag or whatever, when you close it, throw that in there, you're good to go. Uh, but still I can tell you this from having sealed gazillions and gazillions of, uh, pounds of, of food over my career. Uh, check the bags because they'll knock around, they'll get busted around and they will break those seals, you know, or they'll rub a, a little hole in them or whatever. So the recurring theme is just kind of check these things, you know, now's the time, pull about deep dive, get in your boat. We're going to notice whether or not, um, Jeremy called out. Yeah. Chris, how are you? Uh, Hey, crit. She, this is the, this was the winner of the, uh, the catch board last week or week before last. Uh, it's on the way. I was just talking with the guys at catch today. So, uh, they've, they've got some boards coming. So, uh, you guys think of those, uh, think of those great, great questions or great contributions, you know, like the best, the best contributing post, um, of the show, you know, me and all my non-infinite, infinite, uh, somewhat wiseness. I'm going to pick who gets it because catch is awesome. And they, and they, and they give us boards to give away to you our fabulous listeners and guests. Um, good for your tackle, but yeah. Oh, here I'll oh, speak of the man himself, Jeff Isham. How are you, buddy? My act looks like a rat rod. I usually decided I need to fix them about 11 when everything's closed. Exactly. And that's man, that is, 
I'm going to leave that up there for a little bit because that is kind of the grand theme of, of what I'm talking about here is it's like, we get so busy, man. It's like, um, you know, you're running a business or you're working a full-time job, you're going and going, you got kids and family and wife and all these other obligations. We are running when it comes time to go fishing. I mean, we're lucky night before a tournament. Uh, if we get, if we, if we, if, if we don't get some practice, which is rare, you know, um, we're lucky to be able to get out there and maybe retie a few things on, maybe retie only one or two things on and just wing it with whatever we've got. Um, so, and this is tripping over. It's like the battery, you know, it's tripping over from the trip before the trip before. And, uh, so it just, these problems just like compound, you know, they get worse and worse and worse as they go along. So you go from year to year, season to season, and you don't really get in there. You don't really go in and deep dive into this, uh, uh, into your, into your kayak, you don't pull it all out. You know, that's, uh, I think the only reason that mine's in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like Jeff, like I'm always going a million miles an hour. I've got a million things going on. Um, you know, so, you know, I decided all, all the businesses and all the stuff that I'm doing and I decided to throw a podcast in there too, you know, like, why not? You know, it's we're going, going crazy with no time as it is, but I think that it kind of helps ground me and center me and helps me think about what I need to do um, as far as tournament fishing too, like this is kind of a break for me. So it's, uh, stop and evaluate, check it out, you know, um, go, go through your stuff. Um, I, when I got my new, uh, my new big rig this year, um, thank you, Jackson, you're awesome. Um, you know, I had just finished a cup building a couple of boats. Um, and, uh, tournaments were up, man. Like Lake Hartwell was here. I had like a day to, to just, to just get stuff working, you know? So it's like, I do what we all do. We just go, all right, well, cool. You know, red goes to red, black goes to black, <laughs> throw it together, cram it all in the hole, you know, off we go. So <clears throat> I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody else. And, you know, I, I, I build boats, you know, it's like, um, the, all of your boats that I work on look beautiful. Mine, you know, mine looks terrible. Um, I've still got cables running, running in through my hatch right now because I haven't had time to go back in and pull everything back apart and reroute them, you know? So it's, now's the time to do it. Now we got a little bit of break. Is it Jamie Broad? I always forgot something. Yeah, for reals, always. The, uh, Jeremy, that's because I'm old. Yeah, but I'm beautiful. So I've got that going for me. The, uh, so, uh, um, finding the equipment that works. Okay. Um, let's, let's roll into electronics. Um, trying to think of what, and, and just so you guys know, these things are totally like, I, I should start doing like outlines or something like that for these shows, but I just really have so much fun just kind of winging it, just, you know, BSing with you guys. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm kind of thinking like electronics, um, lots of times from year to year. And, and now's like, um, it is one of the things that I promised myself that I was going to do this summer is, is really get into electronics a little bit. So we've upgraded electronics at some point. We've got a great, we've got this magical box on there that can do so much stuff. I mean, it's, this is not like your little blinker blinker, like, uh, here, hang on. Like I've, I've got this on my desk, right? Like, it's pretty dope, right? Old school rants. That's a uh, fish low K tour. So I don't know if you guys remember these things, but I, I picked one up just because it reminded me of my grandpa and something that he would have had on like a little John boat, you know? Um, but we get these things we keep them around. We get them installed. We go have them hooked up. Um, I know Chris, I put in a couple on theirs on their, on their, uh, on their old towns. How much time have we spent on those things? You know, we can do that now. The weather's nice. Hey, you know, take take a take a Saturday, take a Sunday, take the wife and the kids out, get on the boats, you know, um, paddle around, just have fun, you know. Um, Jeff, no way. Awesome, yeah, yeah. There's it's super cool, dude. Like, uh, like, uh, it's just one of those just lucky finds, you know. Um, but just totally, totally took me back. Um. Electronic compatibility with motor and graph happening to me. What do you want versus what do you need money wise? Black Friday deals, last model half off is what I did. Absolutely. 
think about what you're going to need. Think about the whole plan, you know, um, what's your goal for the boat? You know, um, mine was compatibility front to back trying to make everything work together. It's like, I was like, Oh man, I can rig, uh, this XI five trolling motor with, you know, the, with the Lawrence, uh, HDS nine live, um, they talk to each other through an NMEA network. It's really cool. It's really sophisticated. It's, 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 it's like the best stuff that money can buy. It's super, it's super cool, you know, but I can sit there and tell you as a kayak angler that loves to punch frog, um, beat banks, work laydowns. Like, am, am I really getting the best value off of dropping my money on, you know, an HDS nine live with active target and integration in a spot lock trolling motor. Like you tell me, you know, it's like, uh, there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, the good, you know, the military, we called it the good idea fairy, the good idea fairy shows up and says, you know, Hey, private, you need this brand new Mustang. 29.7% 29.7% interest. And that girl at the strip club is going to marry you tomorrow. Oh, all right, cool. Explain that one to your sergeant, you know, the, uh, but I mean, it's, it's just the good idea fairy, man. It's, it's like, is that stuff cool? Yes, absolutely. Do I feel that I will learn how to use it and really enjoy it? Yeah, I totally will. That's what I was kind of getting at as my goal is you want to get out there and you want to get on the, uh, you get on the water, just take an off day. Don't even take a fishing pole with you or, or maybe just take one, you know, maybe take a, maybe take a, a spinning rod with the drop shot, something you would normally not have, you know, um, at least me, you know, at least, at least somebody that, you know, that just beats banks up, you know, um, take a spinning rod and a drop shot, go out there, go graph around, go look at things, go play with it, go play with the settings, go play with the contrast, go play, um, you know, HDS nine or HDS series had this deal where they were giving away CMAP map cards, uh, when you upgraded your system. So I got a CMAP, which is really cool. Contour shading, like depth shading. It's really awesome. Like you can just glance at a pocket and just go, all right, man, like this is really looking good. Um, do I really use it a lot? No, but I want to, and I'm gonna, so that's why I think I'm, I'm kind of with, uh, kind of with, with, with Levis and Jamie. Um, yeah, had a pole dance for three months. Yeah. And you should have seen the joint he was pole dancing at. Whoa. He was the, he was the best looking one. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's do find that do find the older stuff, you know, um, find the good deal, save the money, put, take the money and put it into your trailer, put it into your truck, put it into your tires. I'm getting ready. That was, that's the vehicle is, is we're coming up on the vehicle soon. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to buy one that's a year old. Don't be afraid to pick one up off a of marketplace as long as, or, or, you know, if you know the guy that had it or, I don't know, I'm kind of skeptical about picking up stuff from people that I don't know. But if I know somebody who knows the guy or whatever, or somebody that I know from one of the local fishing groups or whatever, that at least if he sells me a turd, that we all know who he is and we can point at him and call him names next time we see him. Um, but it's okay to learn on something that is not quite you know, the best thing in the market, because what's the point of having something that you don't know how to use and then taking two years before you ever even figure it out. And then it's kind of, it's obsolete at that point. Like it's old, it's old hat at that point, you know, but so now you're like, you know what you're doing and you're behind the curve. So why not take one that's not quite so, you know, all the bells and whistles and all that. Um, Let me say flipping, twitching and flipping, twitching and bitch don't need a TI 12 for that true story. Um, I've got a TI seven for sale though. Let me know. Um, so take this time, go out there, go out with the family, go to, you know, like where I live is Tyler state park, Uh really cool lake, really pretty lake. Um, hardly any power boats on it and it's all, all idle. Um, definitely smaller. There's some big fish in there, but you know, it's not really known for being a great fishery. Um, Go in there and just play with your electronics. Go out there, play with your graphs. Also, see the previous discussion about those uh, Dakota lithium batteries. Uh, Tim, how much? How much? He says, how much? What, buddy? 
Um, but those, uh, when you start thinking about, um, Jeremy and I were just talking about this, about his setup. When you start adding on these things, your electrical load becomes more and more and more and more those amp hours that we talk about start adding up. Um, and certain things start using more power than others. Like, uh, when I added on active target, Oh, the TI seven. I have no idea, man. I, um, I'll have to look it up. Um, shoot me a message and I'll, and I'll figure it out or we'll, we'll figure something out. The, uh, um, there we go. Um, so I'm switching to from, um, a 23 amp hour, which runs all my electrical system. It's totally isolated from my motor batteries. Um, and I had a 10 amp hour and I was like, Oh, that'll be plenty. You know, like I can run, um, you know, active target off of that. Nah, man. Like, uh, uh, I think Jamie was out there with me. Uh, we were out on Rayburn and, and we're out there scanning around with that thing, you know, and and like, dude, you'll start, you'll go, Oh, well, I won't use it that much. Turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, turn it on. Um, so you're really not letting it run that much because the thing is it's a power hog. Um, but you know, of course we're sitting there like, like idiots staring at the screen, like watching eight foot alligator, a guard, like swim around, you know, like just cause it was so super cool. Like, and you're going to do it. You're going to sit there and play with it and waste around. So that battery would last a grand total of, you know, a few hours and it was done. Um, so we're looking at, um, what is it? Uh, we're upgrading to, I just talked to Craig the other day at Dakota. We're upgrading to, I believe it's twin 18 amp hour, wired in parallel, which will give us 12 volts and, uh, and 36 amp hours of time for the active target system. So that will be cool. Uh, things to think about more stuff you add on more batteries. You need more batteries, more weight, more weight, more things to charge. We're worried about charging batteries earlier. Remember? So all things to think of, you know, uh, I can think of, uh, um, uh, KBF Fort worth, you know, there was, I think five or six of us, at this campsite, like, uh, all plugged in to one dude's RV, you know, it's like, uh, at some point you're kind of like, when, when, when are we going to start tripping breakers when we got, you know, six dudes plugging in extension cords and everything else that they have charging up, uh, what happens if the power goes out, you know, um, things to think about. So, uh, let's see what we got, uh, vehicles. All right. Um, how many of you have a hard time figuring out how to find time to get their oil changed. I do. Like, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm like 5,000 miles overdue. Like I need to get it done, but it's like, I keep cruising around and keep cruising around or something keeps coming up or something, you know, that's, it's like that, uh, that trailer hub, same thing. Um, go get your cars done now. You know, I remember watching an interview with, uh, uh, with Russ Snyder and, uh, he was talking about his, his travel rig that, that I think it's a Chevy, like it was a little, extended cab Silverado, uh, with, with like a bed in the back seat, Caleb every 10,000 miles. Yeah, exactly. Whether, whether she needs it or not, you know, uh, but Hey, when I do it, I get the good synthetic. Right. So I, I think it's all right. Um, but that's kind of like, that's kind of like batteries, man. Like, uh, put the best thing in there that you can afford, you know, when it comes time to change the oil and you're like, Oh, regulars, you know, 30 bucks and, uh, um, you know, the good high mile synthetic, whatever is, is 70 bucks, get the 70, you know, it's like, uh, uh, things you should not buy the cheapest, um, motor oil, guns, condoms, motorcycle helmets, um, you know, probably scuba gear, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, kayaks. Um, Ooh, that should be a whole other show. That's the question I get more than anything. What can I get for $600? Just wait. Um, but yeah, like, like, uh, take the time, take, you know, take the time to go through your vehicles right now. Check your belts. Um, do you have spares or are, are you due for like a serpentine? Go get a new serpentine belt pulled on and keep the old one, you know, keep it underneath your seat, you know, and that, that way, you know, if you do, if you do have one come apart on you, you're going to be able to get it back on the road. It's familiarize yourself like with how to do that. Um, check your, check your, uh, your, your roadside emergency kit, check your gear, check your, you know, do you have toe straps? Do you have recovery stuff? You know, are we Cody Milton? Do you get stuck every time you go anywhere? You know, like how do you get yourself out? What, what if we're not here? You know? Um, 
So, you know, what do you have to get yourself out of a, out of a pickle? You know, um, I keep a battery jump box, you know, with an air compressor built into it. Got it at Sam's club for like 60 bucks, you know, it was a great deal. Um, which reminds me, I need to check the charge on it. When was the last time I plugged it in? You know, probably been six months. Um, I, uh, I hate, especially cause I've got a, you know, I, I roll a trailer and my forerunner's lifted. Um, Jeremy says he carries a tow strap in his Jeep. It's not a Jeep. Um, he has one of those little, those little soccer mom Jeep things, Jeep, Jeep and name only. We'll call it a, a heap. <laughs> it's a yeep. The, uh, oh man. Um, but anyways, I hate those little bottle jacks, you know, those little things that come with the, the car that's like, like, like screwed up under the seat, you know, like, uh, uh-uh. no, man, I keep a floor jack. Um, it's a small one, you know, from, from like, uh, uh, from AutoZone or, or I know, I think I got our O'Reilly. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll give the O'Reilly and Tyler, uh, um, on front street, a, a punch. Cause my buddy Kevin works there and, and he's an awesome parts guy. Like I hit him up all the time for parts because I blow stuff up. Um, so, uh, usually on my own trailer and vehicles, but, uh, floor jack, you know, so much easier to just rip that thing out, slide it underneath the truck. Psh, 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 up you go. You're done. You know, it takes up the floor of one of my back seats, but I don't care who's going with me. I mean, like, uh, uh, Rayburn, we all, uh, we all ran through the, uh, is that Clinton Shannon Marsh? What up? The, uh, yeah, it's, I think that's Blake's cousin. Yeah. Like, like Blake was with us. Uh, but, uh, it was like me and Jamie and Blake and, uh, and, and Cody, uh, we're rolling, rolling through the board check, you know? And like, that's the only time I ever had anybody in my backseat, you know? So, uh, use it up. And if somebody needs to sit back there, then that's their problem. You know, they should have brought their own car and they should have broken their stuff, you know? So if you got to sit on top of my Jack, then too bad. Um, so Jeremy says, I hate you. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, so little things to think, check your Jack. Did it get flipped over? Did when, when, uh, when Blake was sitting back there, did he kick it over and maybe the screw was a little loose? So all your hydraulic fluid dumped out onto the floor and now your Jack doesn't work at all. Stranger things have happened, kids, you know, so go check it, check your spare. When was the last time you checked your spare tire up underneath your car? You know, mine's right there on the back. So I know I can check mine. I got a spare from my trailer up on my roof rack. Double check your trailer spare. I know mine needs to be replaced because it was crap when I pulled it off the trailer. Mental note, I need to go get a trailer tire. You guys remind me. Um, all the little things you go check through. I keep electrical repair kits. Not usually for me because I, I like... If it's a boat that I built, um, or my boat, like very rarely have I ever had like a poor connection or, you know, I've been doing it a long, long time, but I see it all the time. Um, Jamie trailer wearing a huge one. Yeah. We, we hit that up earlier cause I just had to change another one the other day. Um, but I keep electrical equipment in there. I, I keep, uh, circuit testers. I keep fuses. I keep connectors. I keep, uh, crimpers and, uh, what up Blake champion, the, uh, but I keep the, uh, like, like crimpers, strippers, all that stuff in there. That way, when somebody has a, a rough time with their boat, I can help them out and fix their stuff. You know, cheers, by the way. But, uh, so, um, I know I had to dig into, I don't remember whose boat it was, but I had to fix something. Um, so I need to go through there and make sure that all my connector supply is good make sure that my tools are still in there, that I didn't pull them out, set them on a bench or set them in the back and they got set out or whatever. When the wife was helping me unload the truck. Um, let me say for a low, oh, for a low charge. Nah, you know, uh, usually, usually if it's, if it's something at an, at an event or whatever, you know, if it was like, Oh, Hey, I needed this. Nah, I ain't going to charge nobody for that. I will say, uh, you know, bring me your, bring me your boat so I can, so I can fix it later for a little bit, for, for a little bit of squirrel. And you guys will have to forgive my sniffles. We just unloaded a, a storage unit. It's not the Rona. So I just, um, up by Cata, we used to live up there. So we had a storage unit up there and we we're like, Oh, we're go up there. We're just going to go unload that storage unit. And I'm like, it's been in there for like a couple of years. And the wife's like, it's been four, like four and a half years. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you're right. It was a little dusty. So I've been hurting. Um, but yeah, so all those little equipments, what else do I have in there? All my, I've got a bunch of tools in there, um, that, uh, um, uh, power inverter, 
like Jeremy was talking about earlier, I've got a power inverter in there. I don't, can't tell you when the last time I plugged it in was, you know, if you've got solar panels or whatever, or if you've thought about doing solar panels up on your roof, now's a good time to do it. You know, um, make yourself a little charging system, you know, uh, check your, you know, if you got rod tubes, check those out, check the hinges. I know I've got one hinge that, that finally blew through. I need to drill a new hole on it. Um, it's, it's wore out, you know, um, from where the lock rubs on it when you're going down the highway, you know, it's like the locks that's there and rubs, that's just aluminum. Eventually it just falls right out. Um, so all these little things, checking our vehicles, checking, checking the works. Um, and, uh, yeah. All right. Vehicles. What else, what are we missing? Oh, air filters. Just change that oil filter. Need to get that done. Tires rotated, whatever. A lot of miles coming up. I don't know how many of you guys are managed or uh, planning on driving to uh, TOC or, or driving down to the NC to the national championship. Uh, but I said, now's the time to dig into it. It's, there's nothing but big road trips left. So, uh, uh, except for the little local trails and things like that. So, uh, let's see, Steve and Steve is my resident. He's our resident expert on, on miles. Carry the magnet tail lights in case something happens to my trailer lights and just plug them in and stick them to the trailer fenders. That's a really good idea. And they probably don't weigh anything. And it's just a little box, you know, like a little magnetic box. They stick together. It's got a plug that with some wires that loops over. And uh, I think it just plugs like right into your trailer jack or something. Um, yeah, that's a really good thing to check. Um, uh, what else? Who's, who's got the, who's got the, uh, the comment for the night? Cause I, I know who I think won it, but, uh, we're going to have to, uh, see if anybody else can come up with the buzzer and like, uh, and like, like beat them for the, uh, Steve mother trucker Thorbin. Yep. You're right, Jeff. The, uh, that's hilarious, but yeah. Um, so hopefully after this, everybody's ready. Everybody's, uh, ready to get down. Uh, We'll get back to. Uh, I, I think I want to. I want to. I want to touch on the on maybe on some of the fitness and health stuff next. Um, send me send me some ideas if there's topics that you guys. Oh, real quick, um, Chris sent she sent me a text message earlier this week or this weekend or whatever, and I was just I'm always running around, so I'll I'll leave things on my phone. I really hate notifications. Like I don't know if it's my OCDness or whatever, but I hate having a little red number with, you know, number three in there or whatever. So that's how I remember to do things is like, if, if you send me a text and the reason I didn't reply is because like, if I reply, then I have to like read it all the way. So it's like, I'll read it like partially and then like Mark is unread. And then that way it stays. And I have to, I know I need to reply to it. Um, so anyways, Chris, she asked me in, uh, in KBF and in other rules, about the, uh, the, the zero inch fish. Okay. Um, what that does is it, is it basically they're, they're awarding you more, uh, points per event, like in, in KBF, I believe it's 600 per event. And then it goes back by six, six points per space. So, you know, second's going to be 594 and so on. Um, now just showing up or like you can zero if you didn't submit anything, that just shows that you registered. So if it shows you on the leaderboard um, and you registered, and if it says nothing, zero, nothing submitted, then I don't know if they have a minimum for that, just for registering. Um, but I do know that if you just take a picture of your board, as soon as you get out on the water, they used to have a little sticker for it. That was like the zero inch fish sticker. Um, I wasn't around to see that, but uh, um I've seen it on, uh, I don't know, it's like one of the old timers boards, Adam Harbucks or somebody's like had that zero inch fish sticker. Um, yeah, there's Luke. Luke, um, I'm glad you're here, man. Everybody, I mean, look at this guy, ripped. The uh, beautiful man, Luke, beautiful man. The uh, Now, I've, I've talked with Luke on the phone um, and I'm actually trying to get myself inspired and get enough time to where I can actually jump on and finish the kayak beast program because I've watched my, uh, you know, my Jackson teammate, Dustin lose a ton of weight on that. Uh, but Luke is just a, a beast and a trainer. If anybody's looking at uh, diet, health, uh, fitness, things like that based around kayak fishing, he's the guy like, uh, look him up, like, like literally punch him in, punch him into your search 
and find him on Facebook. Um, I want to have Luke, I want to have you on the show, um, here one, here one day really soon to where we can just do kind of a fitness health diet kind of episode. Uh, John Cruz from, uh, from missile baits who, uh, is one of my sponsors. He just put out a, a, a video not too long ago where he was talking about eating. Uh, he said, if I'm beautiful, we're in trouble. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, Jeremy was talking right as soon as I was going to click buttons. Now everything's messed up. Um, God, so uh, zero inch fish. Well, we'll we'll get Luke on. That'll that'll happen. We'll do it. Um, so yeah, J- J- he said Jamie's got a bunch of the zero inch fish. But yeah, there's like these old boards, and they'll see the stickers on them. Um, so that basically says that yes, I registered, but I was also there to compete. So I was on the water. I checked in. I submitted a picture of an empty board. So that gives you, I don't remember how many points it is, but it's a significantly more amount of points than zero. You know, like if you just register and don't show up, you know? Um, so that's why um, if you, if, if you are going to, if you think you're going to skunk, you know um, I hope you don't, you know, but uh, take that picture and submit it. You know, at least it's that zero inch fish at least shows that you were there and you competed. Um, and like in, in, in the case of like KBF or whatever you said, maybe once it's, yeah, it's something like that, like 160 or 160 or 240 or, or something. I don't remember what it is, but it's something, uh, significantly more than zero. So, and those points add up, you know, so, uh, I mean, that could be the difference between, you know, if you're doing challenges, if you're doing the challenge series, that could be the difference between making the challenge series championship or not, you know, like, I don't know, do it, you know, it, c- it couldn't hurt. So, uh, so yeah, if, if there's uh if there's something in there that allows you to do that, then do it, you know, um, uh, make sure that, uh, you, you take that if they allow it. Um, Hobie, I don't, I don't know if they do it bass. I don't know if they do that, but I know KBF does. So zero inch it before you skunk. Oh, and, uh, check out your towing gear. Um, Chris had a really crazy story and, 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 um, I'll, I wish I had the picture of it. Um, lost a kayak like crazy, like lost one. Um, and then recovered it, you know, um, uh, I think they were towing it behind the, the boat and it was like dark or whatever. Um, and they looked back and it was gone, you know, like, like gone, gone. <laughs> so I don't know if you, uh, think of, uh, maybe some sort of lights or some sort of rigging or something like if you, if that's something that you do, if you do kind of mothership some stuff and you're out and about check your systems for that, check, check your launch and recovery systems on your, on your, on your kayak. I know a lot of you guys, um, you know, like Steve, uh, Steve's got this really dope trailer that the back pops off, you know, you can just back in and that thing, um, you can launch the boat right off the back. Um, man, there's a, you know, a lot of the guys will do that with those, uh, the kind of like bungee rope almost and uh look back out and the kayak shoots out and then it hits the end of that and when you pull up and it beaches the kayak nice and gentle super cool rig what happens if you back up and do that and your boat just keeps going (laughs) you know that's a that's a bad morning you know um uh check out your carts um check the wheels check the fittings look for cracks whatever i had a cart um when we were doing kbf and uh in, uh, in Fort Worth, uh, man, we, uh, we, we launched a, under a bridge, like, like it was like a hobo camp. <laughs> it was literally like, like the straight down, like gravel underneath, like an underpass bridge and, uh, going into the Trinity river. And it was rough, man. Like, uh, but I mean, I was dragging a big old fully loaded boat down there on a cart, man. One of the wheels busted off, like just went pew. And I was like, Oh shit. The boat clunks falls over wheel keeps going. And I'm just like, the boat ain't going anywhere. I took off after that wheel. Right. And I mean, I was, you know, hip deep and that was, I think February or March. So, I mean, it's, it was not warm, you know, it was really cold and it was dark. I mean, so it's like, yeah, Jeremy says you swim, you know? So, I mean, like you're going to start off that morning, you know, if it's cold out, it's not a good way to start the day. So check that equipment too, you know, so just, just basically however you launch, however you recover, however you drive, however you deliver your kayak to that tournament, 
whatever functions you need your kayak to perform, whether it be from electronics, lighting, tackle storage and management, any of those things, uh, address them. Look at them now. Start making lists. Make reminders for yourself. Go through, check them off. If there's anything I can do, let me know. Shoot me a message. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. The uh, Thank you guys for the participation. It's been a great conversation. Thank you guys for sitting here and listening to me BS. The uh, I'm going to give you the catchboards tip of the day. Dan Wynn. Where's my button? Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right, Dan. You are the winner of a Catch Carbonate 26-inch board, courtesy of Catch Products. Catchproducts.com. The uh, So, yeah, uh, shoot me a PM. Uh, shoot me your address and all that. I think you're pretty close by, so um or uh or i can have them drop ship it right to your house so uh yeah congratulations that's a really really good tip man like i said i've got a vacuum sealer i don't know why i haven't used that that that's a really good idea like i mean like like batteries or little parts or fuses or whatever so you guys remember dan's tip that's to me that's worth going and buying one of those storage saver things i mean i wish i could fit my rain gear in one oh Good tip. I don't know if I ever told you guys my rain my rain gear storage. I do a big, huge Folgers Folgers coffee can. Those big plastic ones. I roll up my rain gear, slide it in there, put the lid over it, grill a tape over the outside, so it stays dry in the hull of my boat. It's all contained together, so it doesn't go flip flopping around and sliding down the sides of the gunnels underneath. And if I need to really bail a boat for some reason, I can pull my rain gear out and I have like a bucket instead of like a cutoff Gatorade bottle, like I've seen people barrel the boats out of. Uh, but yeah, that is, uh, that's it, man. Congratulations, Dan. Thank you guys for your participation. I truly appreciate it. And uh, I will see you guys next week.